everyone. Welcome back to Mom Get Your Shit Together. Oh my God, what a day we're having. Um, it's hot as dick and balls. It's so hot. As the, as the phrase goes, no one's ever said that before. <laughs> um, it's really hot here in the valley. Uh, there was another fire yesterday, I believe. So we're basically just smoking seven packs a day. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Everyone should come to LA. No, don't. Just kidding. Everyone came all at once and now... We're having a housing crisis. Um, but yeah, so um, we're going to spill some tea on some self-care tips. Oh, I'm sorry I did that. Like I was an MC from like the 80s. <laughs> but um, I'm so excited to welcome my lovely guest. Um, she's a teacher at UCB, an improviser at UCB, and she has a podcast on Campfire called This Particular Album is Very, Very Important to Me. You got it! Did I get it? You did it! Oh my God, I love it. I was I'm like, proud what's of you. your podcast again? And she was like, it's hard. And it was. But, but it, uh, but it uh, describes it perfectly in the title, so then yeah. I, don't, I don't have to. You don't <laughs> have to. Care. You're like, welcome back. <laughs> You know what the topic you is. You know what the title is. We couldn't even get it in our, it's so long we couldn't, uh, every one of our handles is like a version of it. We just, there's no, uh, oh yeah, you can't get the whole thing in there. Totally. It's long. Yeah. People can't even watch like a 30 second. They're not going to take time to spell. No. Well, and nor should they. <laughs> this is Deborah Tarika, guys. Hi. I talked before you said my name. Is that okay? Oh yeah. There's no rules here. Thank God. I'm going to take my shirt off. <laughs> That's okay. exactly what I meant <laughs> when I said that. Um, thank you so much for taking time to come to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I've been, I'm excited. I'm excited to have you. Like and um, so last episode, I talked about the retreat. As mm-hmm. we, actually, we did an episode driving back. Oh, cool. In the car. <laughs> you well, love your car episodes. You know what? I love it. I, I was wondering if we were going to be in a car today when I was like, it's so fucking hot that yes. if we were in a car today, I we can't do it. No, we wouldn't do okay. it. I would never do that to you. Okay. Um, and the reason why we can uh, do is because we have air conditioning inside of my home, which Beautiful. I'm very grateful for. Beautiful. And I'm checking my privilege. So um, <laughs> not everybody has so, air conditioning, but yeah, you do. And it's wonderful. I'm very, very grateful for my air conditioning for sure. Um, and I poured myself um, a filtered water and put some crystal light in there because that's the kind of gal I you am. you got to do it. And Deborah was like, something's wrong with your... Only because you said you were getting up to get water and yeah. then you came back and it was pink and it, uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure you were okay. <laughs> I did tell her I had a CBD gummy earlier. So that's also part of it where she's like, mm, do I need to call somebody? Um, Crystal Light, I'm telling you. So I have an app that reminds me every hour to drink eight ounces. I've talked about this cool, before yeah. because I fucking suck at drinking water. Everyone yep. Like I wouldn't I don't think I've ever been friends in real life with someone who like carries around a gallon a gallon jug of water. Uh oh, well, is that a gallon? No. Okay. Well, it's a water a bottle is thirty-two different. ounces. You're right. Then you know what I'm talking about? Those yeah. people at the gym. Oh, those. It's insane. Yeah. Or it's they're insane. on a hike and yeah. they like have. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah. Also, those people probably you know don't binge eat <laughs> like I do, <laughs> and then shame themselves. Oh. Shame crying. Just kidding. I don't. I rejoice. I shame rejoice. What's your favorite thing to binge eat? Oh my god. Well. So many things. I eat a lot of dairy. Not oh. good for me in any way. I love string cheese. I will fucking fuck up a packet of string cheese. Just l- like a whole bag of it? Sometimes. Okay. 
I mean, the smaller bags, yeah. but still. I'm not, there's no judgment. I'm just under trying to understand. Oh, no. I'm just trying to paint a picture yeah. about who I really am. That's such an interesting... <laughs> that None of those things are bad so far to me. Really? Dairy? I don't know. I, I'm very... You'll learn. Like, I'm very... Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I come from in all of this, where I'm like, <laughs> I never stopped. I eat cheese. I eat meat. Yeah. I eat a lot of dairy. I like dairy a lot. I do too. It's probably the source of a lot of my problems. And, and I, I, think, I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I, I mean, I've, I mean, I know that it's like not great for you because I don't know. I don't know. I re- I had like a like a health scare, and I read that like having a lot of dairy contributed to that. But also, everything is a everything, nightmare, yeah. and we're the air is. Yeah. Basically. We should just enjoy. Yeah. Just let, see. I always think back to my grandma who um, and my grandpa. They were super duper fun. Like, you know, like my grandfather was like in advertising, like Mad Men style mm. in New York City. And they would they were so dope. Like we would have so much fun. And we would have drink. like, I mean, I, I remember being 14 or 15. No judges, people <laughs> in Connecticut during like our holidays. And like I'd have like a gin and tonic or something like so bad but we had so much fun and like my grandma lived for a very long time like rocking that the booze and the red meat I uh, I I think it's like so much of the there's it's such a combination of stuff but like my grandparents too they lived into their 90s nice my or at least my my grandma did my grandfather I think was close to 90 if he wasn't and like they even eat like Kentucky fried chicken and stuff like Get like it. stuff that is like does have the chemicals in it or whatever. But like they did it and they yeah. they weren't I don't think they were huge drinkers, but they like ate well. Yeah. And they were. I mean, I'm sure they had health issues that I don't know about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for sure. But they lived a long time. We're talking about longevity. Right. Totally. <laughs> and for sure. Like I will say my grandparents at the and and well they also were like very heavy smokers and the day when everyone smoked very heavily yeah and so they did develop health problems down the line from that i am not a smoker so i feel like that's okay yeah and um, that means yeah. you can eat string cheese exactly see it all balance that's all out. i'm saying it means you can eat <laughs> string cheese i heard this amazing npr story and I don't know the specifics, and I'm so sorry, but about the, a woman who wrote a movie about like an Asian family going back home because they found out that their grandma was going to die of cancer, but no one told the grandmother that she had cancer. Oh. And the doctor told um, Aquafine, isn't oh, it? Oh, it's, it's supposed the farewell? To be, is, it that, is that what it is? Yeah. It's supposed to be lovely. It's supposed to be amazing, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was a true life story of this woman. And it was, she went back with her family. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And like she... No one told her. No one told the grandma. And the doctor was like, she has like six months to live. She ended up living for like another decade. Or she's still alive. I think she's still oh alive. Oh, my God. So um, amazing. This right? is why you don't tell her. I don't right? tell anybody. Don't I know. I just don't want to know. So <laughs> I totally get it when people are like, no, I don't go to the doctor because I don't fucking oh want to know. No, I have to go to the I have to. I do now. I used to be that person. Yeah. Where I'm like, I just don't want to know. Oh. But um, after when you get pregnant, obviously, you, have, you go yeah. every seven Everything minutes. changes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to Plus go get so older. much when I was pregnant. Oh, I had insane. to go like twice a week towards the end. Oh, sure. For, like it was just so much. Yeah. It was cool. I got to see my baby a lot. Oh, that's that cool. That was cool. It was nice. I didn't even know that people only got like two ultrasounds their whole pregnancy. Um, oh. Or like two or like one a trimester or something like that. But I was getting them like once a week. Um, oh, no, maybe a little bit less than that. But towards the end, like twice a week. And I was like, great. Oh, that's I get to cool. check in. I don't have to worry about that. 
cool. No, that is really yeah. nice. That's really reassuring. The perks of gestational diabetes. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, my best friend had that yeah. twice. It's like, that's so, tough. Yeah, that sucked. Um, when you're done being pregnant, does it just go away? It does. So I'm, uh, for me, I'm, um, I was, I'm already pre-diabetic mm. and insulin resistant. Okay. So, um, it basically in my brain, this is not my medical, this is not medical fact, <laughs> but it, in my brain, it means I'm going to get it sure. eventually because my, both sides of my family have it. Um, so it just means my body doesn't do what it needs to do. So right. getting in pregnancy, it was fine. It went away after, but I'm still like pre-diabetic I'm still like medicated for it It, and I was before so I kind of knew I'd get gestational diabetes I got it really early on okay it um and your body freaks the fuck uh, out when you're pregnant it's so crazy it's It's the craziest thing in the world it's so like it's so amazing when you have a kid and you're like oh my god uh, this all happened like like in my body it's crazy anytime my daughter like touches my stomach or pokes my belly I'm like you came from there yeah still I'll never get over it (laughs) I'll never get over it. Very sweet. It's real crazy. Aww. It's the coolest. They're really cool. I like it. Even when they're being insane dicks. They're <laughs> so cute. It is. They're like, I I honestly think they're, that has to be part of the design, right? Totally. So we don't just like leave them. Yeah. Right. And it, and there was there's some wives tale that like when the babies are born, they immediately look like the father so that yeah because the so the dad doesn't leave doesn't or doesn't club them or yeah to to think it's like somebody else's baby yeah but it was uh whoops oh my god (laughs) big reveal on your podcast i did it (laughs) you told everyone oh my god um that's amazing that's yeah so it's like you know nature's insane it's real crazy it's also very gross let's be honest oh my god it's i i this is a weird thing to say. Uh, the other day I like <laughs> smelled something and I was like, it smells like birth. Like it smelled like birth somewhere. And I was like, I haven't smelled that smell since birth. Yeah. Since giving birth. But it, it like was there and it was real gross. It's gross. Yeah. It's gross. It's gross. I gross. can remember how not aware of the, um, like the afterbirth that I was. But my husband was like. Oh God! I was oh. looking to the eye of the beast because essentially we had like initially we had an agreement like shoulders up. But yeah. Then I'm like, no, no, you are fucking going. You made down. him go down there. What the doctor did? The doctor was like, feel her head, and I was like, ooh, good, okay. Um, and he tried to like reach his arm, but you know, it just yeah. didn't. And then I was like, no, you better see what's happening. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's a nightmare. I did not make Alex do that. No. He stayed. We. It wasn't even an agreement. He's. Um, it was, it's not us. Yeah. There was no, they offered a mirror there. I was like, no, no thank that, you. he didn't need to cut the cord. We were, we're all good. Okay. We got the baby out of it. We're good. <laughs> we're I didn't fine. need to, I did do like the placenta pills and all that kind of like, totally. uh, but uh, other than that, like very, I, I, and when they offered for me to touch her head, I was like, yeah, okay, this is weird. I'll do that. Yeah. Um, but he, anything that Alex didn't want to do was like, totally I, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It didn't affect me at all. And like. I didn't feel like he didn't love me any right. uh, any less, more or less by that stuff. And it's just not his deal totally. to wanna, to, for that to be important. Yeah. I think Nick didn't really, I mean, I don't think that he thought one way or the other. Yeah. About it. The same way I, my mom sent me this video, which I've seen before, but it's so cute about, um, there's a, what's her name? Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. And she has that show mom's planning. I think it's a YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I fucking love Kristen Bell so much. Yeah. I think she's so cute. She's cute. And I really, I feel like she's a very similar 
parenting philosophy mm. to me where she's like, everything's a shit show, you know, hold on tight and it's going to get better. But she, um, yeah. and she had Jennifer Garner on who also was like, looks like a freaking angel. I don't even understand how she still looks like that. She's I mean, I do so understand, but pretty. she's so pretty. It's insane. She, I love, did you watch Alias when it was on? I didn't, no. Oh God, go back and watch it. It's it so, good? so good. I mean, it gets bad because all shows get bad right. in that way. But like the first <laughs> few seasons, I, as far as I can remember, like it's really good. And oh. she's amazing in it. She's really talented. I think I, I mean, I first became aware of her. I mean, I don't know when, but I just remember her like in Juno. And oh, yeah. I was like, she's so adorable. Yeah. Um, and I mean, she's just like, seems like a really lovely yeah. person. Didn't, didn't something, didn't she like lose it? There was something like. She got crazy for a little bit. Oh. There's something. I mean, of course she does. She has three kids. Yeah. But it was something like crazy religious, maybe? It was like something weird. Really? I don't know. Oh. I'm saying this without enough fact behind it, so I don't know. Guys, Google it and leave comments. <laughs> um, I want to know now, too. Um, but Kristen, they had three women who, one was pregnant, mm -hmm. one had a three-month-old, and one had... Uh, like a seven and an eight year old and they were 11 months apart and so they were like asking them questions you know for this segment and um, the woman who was pregnant was like I'm getting really nervous about giving birth um, and Jennifer Garner's like and I, this made me laugh because it's ridiculous she was like that it's going to be the most romantic day of your life and I'm like mm, I didn't have what that. does that mean I, I didn't have that that experience nobody does and then Kristen Bell was like mm, I was gonna say it fucking sucks yeah. you know and so I really a I mean romantic day of your life that's insane it is very yeah I feel like oh did are you a magical being because mine wasn't yeah romantic that's at all because it doesn't matter that is like I mean dr having drugs are great oh, but like no matter how much money or how famous you are you're still fucking giving birth yeah and it's or yeah. getting your stomach cut open yeah I assume that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just get your stomach cut open. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, cut your chest open and take a baby they out. Take, they cut open your butt. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can. No. Because you can. <laughs> could you go the back? Well, um, I have no idea. I don't for know another the, time. It's for I don't another know time. how the human body works at all. <laughs> um, not that could they go. I'm going to cut this part out. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm editing this really dumb part of me being so dumb. So, um, but <laughs> um, yeah, I really like that she, Kristen said, okay, so is this your birth plan? Do, if mm. you have a birth plan, great. You're going to tear it up yeah. and rip it into shreds because there's no, nothing's going to go that And I have another, I have another friend who is so lovely and so delightful and she has also ex described childbirth she did not have drugs either time she did uh, a pool like a it's bath birth how i don't different understand. for everybody we just have to say it's different for everybody yes. because it's it is mm -hmm. and because that's whenever anybody like whenever i was like talking to pregnant women after having my baby it is so hard to not want to go like Here's what happened in my birth. Here are yeah. the terrible things. Because right. that's all women want to do is talk about the terrible well, things. Well, sure. I almost feel like I want to warn them, though, too. Because, like, some shit can go down. But it's going to be so different. Like, yeah. it's nice to know that shit can go down. But, like. It doesn't have to. It's not. But <laughs> your birth stories are so different from mine. Totally. And they're going to. Every single one of us is so different. And something always goes wrong and weird. Right. For most of us. And, but it's always different. So. Yeah. There's no, like. Like. 
I'm sure all of the people who it was beautiful for weren't induced. I was induced and it was a fucking nightmare. Nightmare. Yeah. Like the induction, all of it was fine. The contractions were, I, Un- I've been unreal. in like crazy pain before. And I, I had actually had the crazy <laughs> idea. I had a, um, a cyst on my ovary, the size of a grapefruit that caused torsion. And oh it caused my, my ovary to, um, it strangled my ovary. <gasps> and then oh. I had to have my ovary removed. Oh shit. Um, uh, and, like this happened over the course of a weekend where I was in this, it started Friday night and I didn't have the surgery, I think till Monday. Yeah. So like it was a crazy amount of pain. So based on that and the fact that I handled it yeah. Um, for the most part, you know, until the surgery, I didn't have really any drugs or anything. I was like, oh, maybe I, I'll see what happens with the birth. And uh, like the contractions were <laughs> insane. And there's no, there's, they're indescribable. You can't describe the amount of pain because it's not, a, especially your first kid, there's no way for you to prepare for that no. kind of pain. And all the breathing, all that, none of it's that mattered because I was also strapped to my bed. I was right. on monitors and all this stuff and I was right. like, what ball? What ball can I be on? There's no <laughs> fucking peanut to be on because I'm right. strapped to a fucking bed right. and I can't, I'm not allowed to move because I have monitors on me because I have diabetes. Like right. all of these things and I'm like, what is the, just give me my epidural oh, and let's, do that um yes i am a long time proponent of them drugs that's beautiful they're They're beautiful i tried it with nitrous they offered it at st john's in santa monica where i gave birth and uh i was like i'm gonna try that and take the edge off no didn't do oh my god no and and they told me then they were like it actually only just makes your mind think the contractions are shorter and i was like what? Why, why the am fuck I knowing is this? this now? I would have gotten the epidural already. Why it was, is this an option? It just made me feel very um, uh, claustrophobic. Oh, I with bet. With the mask on and it was, you have to, ugh, it was bad. But it might work for some people. That's the thing. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. No, you're absolutely right. Everyone's birth story is, com- I mean, of course, it's completely yeah. different. And I think that you're right. My instinct is always to, is people are like, how's, the, what was the birth like? And I'm going to, I'm honest. Yeah, And of I course. say it fucking sucks. Yeah. Me- the second you get to the hospital, get a fucking epidural. Um, yeah. And I do I- wish I had gotten it sooner. That There are no. certain things that I wish I had known a little bit more. Well, they don't really actually... Because t- you took a birthing class, right? Yeah. So the nurse very distinctly said, do not come to the hospital until your contractions are five <sighs> minutes apart. And for my son, my water broke in the middle of the night, so I had to drive myself to the hospital. Oh, yeah. You told me. That's yeah. crazy. And I was like, you know, I, I it was totally fine. I, you know, did okay. But... My contractions were not that bad and kind of far apart. And the doctor was like, oh, do you want your epidural? And I'm like, it's not five minutes apart. And she was like, yeah, who told you that? It's the the rules. Like there shouldn't be like, I think there's, there's guidelines, but I take things very literally when people are, so when somebody of authority is telling me something about my, what's going to happen for my birth, I'm going to listen to them. Of course you are. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So don't listen to anyone. Go into the woods. Hide out in a shack, bite a stick. <laughs> but have an epidural. But have an epidural. If you can, Stop just it. like do not be a hero. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So uh, my mom, you know, my mom didn't have an epidural, obviously. And my mom actually, I've talked about this before, but she like busted in right as I was, uh, my child was emerging and like filmed it. Oh, oh. Which is like, <laughs> um, it's sort of magical, but also like, <laughs> yeah. so upsetting. Um, I was like, who's... What are all those ropes? What is that? Oh my god! Like so crazy. That's insane. It was so insane. Um, but she was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's really painful." <laughs> I was like, "Cool, Thanks. thank you." All right, well, cool. Um, and she has actually pictures 
of me being born. Really? Like it's just a bunch of doctors like around and it's like you see like her vagina like Crazy. and I remember my friend like couldn't exactly make out what it was. He's like, oh, is this a surgery picture? I'm like, I think that's my mom's vagina giving birth to me. He was like, oh, my amazing. I'm Put so it, the frame back on the wall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why is this out? <laughs> I don't even know why it was out. It's Signed the picture like everybody else does who visits the house. And then we moved on. <laughs> it was so gross. Um yeah, so that was a that was a good day. <laughs> um, so okay, let's uh, jump into our podcast topic, which I think you know we always all of this we're kind of covering the whole time anyway. Sure, but um, so we were both on the retreat, yes, um, where we met in person. We had been yeah. emailing, and yeah. then Deborah was like, "Are you Amy? Oh, we've been," ch-. and I was so excited to just meet casually you. reading on my porch yes on the you last packing day packing up your car oh yeah i was by myself as i was for a lot of the retreat and that's so nice <laughs> so good so good um yeah and um as i mentioned last week i didn't do a goddamn thing and that i was in that retreat oh so. everybody was very like what activities are you signed up for and i was like none none <laughs> none i poker good and girl. dice that's it perfect and it was great that is very happy so good yeah i'm not and a rope knew a lot girl. of people there anyway right yeah like a good amount all the ucb ladies um i know and then which was like perfect i like i didn't have like a best friend there with me or anything sure. like that but like i knew enough people where i could go join conversations or just like force myself to like be like you're amy yeah hi <laughs> i'm gonna ride in your back seat now <laughs> are you pretty good about that though would you say because i mean being a teacher and like because improv is obviously so you have to be so open and yeah. so communicative do you feel like you're like that in real life i think i have to force myself to be that way i was actually having a lot of social anxiety on the retreat because there's um when when you have to insert yourself into groups of people already like that's hard and small talk can be hard for me i'd rather this where it's just like let's just get into it if we if i had an hour to sit with each person there i'd have no problem right but when it's just like talking to somebody for five minutes about surface stuff is like a little bit challenging for me so i can do it and i think i can i'm also very open when i'm like i have anxiety right now so it's i think that makes it easier to just be able to admit that or like i'm drinking vodka oh yeah (laughs) um but i i think it's like i'm since having my daughter i have become more of an introvert Um, and I, the older I get, the more content I am to be by myself or just with my daughter or my husband or our small group of friends like that, that's easier for me. And it's not that I I do want to meet other people. One of the reasons I went on the retreat was like, oh, I'd like to meet other moms because this is something that is important to be able to be around other moms. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's still challenging though. Yes. In the first year I was, I had so much anxiety and I drove up with my friend, Laura, like I did this year. And I remember like, and I brought vodka last year too, yeah. cause I don't drink wine. And I, so I like, remember like I immediately had a drink, like walking up like, hello, hello. <laughs> and by the end I was like, I have vodka. And so, um, and I saw Betsy Stover there and I had, cause it was in a water bottle. Yeah. Not because I'm a degenerate, but because I didn't have what anything are you gonna else to do. Carry on a vodka bottle. That's insane. Exactly. Yeah. So I mix like the vodka soda into one thing. And she was like, that whole thing is fucking vodka. And I'm like, it's mostly club soda. Okay. No, I see how that's probably reading wrong. But, um, but yeah, so this year I did not feel that as much. I Good. felt like, but I do like, I, I mean, I think becoming more and more isolated when you have a kid is what happens. Yeah. And 
also as you get older, like you kind of like find, you know, where you're more comfortable. I'm very comfortable at home. Totally. Um, and so that just kind of happens. Also, L.A. is so isolating anyway. So, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but it was so great that you were there and that you just fun. didn't do a goddamn thing. Oh, it felt so good. I got to read for a while and that felt really nice. It's really hard to, it's not even hard for me to find the time to read. It is, but I'm so, I'm tired. And so if I sit down to read, I'll either pick up my phone or I fall asleep. Right. So it's like, it just felt really good to not feel the need to be somewhere. Right. That was like really nice. And it was really cool to meet a bunch of people. And uh, I do think I'll feel more comfortable next year because there'll be more familiar faces and like it gets easier. And I'll probably go to like a wine night this year or like something like that. Some sort of get together. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep keep it going a little. Yeah. Try to keep those connections. That's really nice. Yeah. I was really happy that I knew I knew so many people in real life and I was like, oh, this is really nice that I like have this opportunity yeah um so that was fun and um and like you know I've talked I talked about this last episode too that it was basically like an entire retreat for like self-care like just to focus on yourself yeah um and I also mentioned that I was like I'm still gonna do my makeup because I like it good <laughs> and my friend Alicia Gaddis who uh-huh. you, you know her so she and I are very similar in that way where we're like we're still gonna do our shit it makes you feel good yes, you exactly. gotta keep doing it you're not doing it for other people you're doing it for you exactly. or maybe for other people too but like for the world. Somebody look at me, please. <laughs> um, so do you, um, how did that, per- like, did that feed into kind of your self-care that weekend? Or are you pretty good at the self-care thing? Okay, so honestly, I don't know if it fed into my self-care thing because it was more, maybe a little bit with the reading. Mm-hmm. That was more, I, the self-care part of it for me was like the, the way I decided to go into it, where I was like, I, it's actually okay if I didn't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a lot of FOMO in that stuff. Um, I, I would if it was something. I it I it mattered and I cared. But if there were like if there was like a a, a group of people there that I was like I gotta be friends with, then maybe. But like, kind of went in going like I don't know if I end up just reading the whole weekend. Cool. Yeah. So I think keeping my expectations low in that way is a self care kind of thing. But I don't know. Most of my my way, my self-care stuff, I was trying to think about that before coming in because I don't do a lot of the same things that I feel like a lot of other people do. Like I don't get massages. Mm-hmm. I like massages. I can't. My body's very fragile in different ways and I'm learning this as I get older that like if I get a massage from the wrong person, it will fuck up my neck. Oh, shit. Um, okay, and like because yeah. I have like a long history of that stuff. And so even physical therapy fucked up my body. So like wow. stuff like that, like the the only thing that's helped it really is acupuncture. And then Andrea Pen- Pennycad. Yes. Is the only two things that have ever helped is that she's magical. She's magical. Have you ever had her on here? No, um, no. I, we've been trying to, Good. to okay. get her on here for so long. And I was going to go to her. And my, my husband has been to her several times. Has she's recommended. amazing. A million people from his job. Yep. And he's like, she is magical. She's self-care for me. Going to see her is self-care. Yeah. Um, because it is. And I also, it's just like an hour where like, I really like talking to her. Yeah, she's And it's, I, it's like relaxing. My real thing that I do, I think, and I didn't even do this on the retreat because I don't like doing it with other people. Um, I'm being very vague about it. I what know. could I be talking I'm about? <laughs> it's puzzles. <laughs> Oh, sure. Uh, puzzles are a big thing. Puzzles are puzzle. Putting on a good audiobook mm-hmm. and puzzling is like 
I don't even do people call it puzzling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they should if they but the, don't. <laughs> but like aside from like just like watching TV or going, I go to movies by myself a lot, too, especially since like that's something my husband and I used to like to do a lot sure, together. So yeah. we take turns going to the movies now. Um, or like I went to a concert by myself. It is still doing a lot of things like totally by myself. But doing a puzzle and listening to a good book is like a dream especially when I don't have a timer on it and I can just like sit for a little while like especially if my daughter's in bed and it's and my husband's out for the night like just sitting there and doing that is like the best thing I can do for myself and I don't get to do it as much anymore because I have a uh fear of my daughter choking on a puzzle piece of course she's only do. 15 months because so. it's very normal yep <laughs> and um uh the space we don't have the table. Our table has become we her room used to be our like catch all space because we had oh, two bedrooms. Yeah. But now it's her room. And then we have no storage. So the, our dining room table is everything, sure. including where we eat and do everything. So yeah. it, it takes like and my husband's actually like so supportive of it. And he tries to help me figure it out like we can like lay a mat down and do things on top of it. And sometimes it just feels more stressful than it is necessary but like right. when I get on a good roll with puzzles it's like a dream and especially Aww. if a good puzzle and a good audiobook com- combined is like perfect for oh me. that's so I love that so much yeah um I think my husband is very much the same way with puzzles uh yeah I it's mean it's really nice yeah it's really it's something that like you can do that takes your mind off of other stuff because you can zero in but then you can also sort of space out totally yeah it's like it's very it's one of the only things I can actually think of that are like truly relaxing for me like tv is but I'm always like on my ipad or my computer at the same time so like just being able to like it's the thing that I can focus the best at without yeah I don't know no no without there's no like caveat with it it's just (laughs) and it's especially like and I'm picky about the puzzles I do and the audiobooks I listen to so it's because my time is limited and so I don't I won't just like do any puzzle but it it, it, like has to speak to me oh my gosh so wait you have like do you have like a method of selecting a puzzle no but um it like like where do you find your puzzles so a lot online Okay. Um, or I'll go to, um, I really like, have you been to Roman's bookstore in Pasadena? I don't think so. No. It's a lovely, I really like wandering around bookstores too. That's like a favorite thing of mine, but it's this, you should go. It's this like huge, um, bookstore in Pasadena and, um, like you could bring your kids. I think they do story time there and Aww. stuff like that. Um, and, but they have a puzzle section and I have gotten puzzles there. It just has to be like interesting. That's what it is. It has to be interesting to me, it's a lot of the time it's like I've like I like doing maps. I like doing things where I can like pretend to learn at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or like there was one one of the more recent ones I did was like I think it was like children's books. Mm-hmm. So it's just like something that's oh. like has a thing to it. Does that make sense? Like I don't like to do like paintings or like landscapes. Those aren't really very interesting to me. But right. like um, yeah, like a map of the United States is like uh, cool. Or I've done a map of the world before, and that was yeah. really fun. Like things like that. <laughs> I'm like What's very nerdy in it. What's your biggest puzzle piece count that you've oh, accomplished? Gosh. Probably, I think, I don't know why I even know this. Because I'm not like nerdy about puzzles, like in that way. Yeah. But uh, I did like a, I think it was like the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> and it was like 2,000 pieces. Jesus. <laughs> I don't even, but that I don't, You, I, I like to do 1,000 ones. Those like feel like the right amount of time. Do you do that in one night? No. No, okay. I do it over the course of like, a, it depends. It's like sometimes weeks because that's because right, you have the time for it yeah. yeah 
Wow. And your kid doesn't, I mean, you have to put it up high enough where your kid doesn't. Yeah. She can't reach the table yet or she can. So I have to like keep it at a certain thing and I can cover it up now. I haven't done one in a little while. And I think especially when it gets this, not this weather, when it starts getting cold. Yeah. That with like a good cup of coffee and Aww, when I could eat I treats, I would eat treats with it. And sometimes I still do like a cookie with it, but I can't eat sugar. So <laughs> that's also, I, it used to be food. It a hundred percent used to be food. Oh, right. And it's had to like, there's too much guilt and too much loaded on top of food now for that to be self-care right. also self-destruction. So <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. I mean, we started off talking about this, like, yeah, food is so, I mean, I used to be really, really hyper diligent about what I ate and I, I really didn't, it wasn't any fun. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is not. And it needs, it needs to be fun for me. Yeah. I can't not, even with all this stuff, I still, it will be different when I get diabetes. Cause I, but I'm not like, I'm not the, the person that's like, well, I'm going to get it anyway. Like I don't right. do that. I take, I try and take really good care of myself for yeah. the best I can. Also, I ate in and out in the car on my way over here. Right. So like, well, you know, we do, we're doing the best we can. Do I'm doing can. the best I can. That's yeah. all. It's truly like, that's, that's kind of my philosophy is like as much as I can, I do. But then also like last week I went, we went apple picking and we went up in, Lovely. um, like this, have you been up? It's in Ukaipa. It's like actually like right by the retreat. Like if you just kept going on the freeway, another couple exits, uh-huh. um, on the 210, it's like right there and it's this little like tiny area um up in the hills a little bit where you it's just apple orchards and you can go pick apples and stuff but I ate like a big old piece of apple pie with ice cream because I'm there and I'm going of course I'm going to why wouldn't you and it was so good but like yeah you know sometimes you have to dude yeah well see I think that every day yeah (laughs) which is you know I mean and I was getting way back into yoga. Um, uh, but then, you know, now I'm on tour and so that's hard. So hard. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, guys, I have to practice kind of like a little, uh, forgiveness because, you know, also the woman I'm touring with who is amazing. Jill Bartlett also is so crazy hot. And like, I mean, she just looks great. And I'm like, Oh, like, which is weird because I, I don't normally think about that yeah. stuff I'm like my pants fit me we're fine but I, <laughs> but I know but I like see recognize like um, and she also is like not the person to even like care you know yeah, like she's yeah. not like oh my god I'm so, she's like she's an athlete and yeah. so she just is like you know that's just her body type totally um but I will look at her and be like damn you're really hot and so like yeah. it's weird that I automatically go oh I want to be hot again but yeah. then I'm like oh fuck it I, it is like I don't know it's so much having a baby is like it's not that I had a, a perfect body before I definitely didn't but it's so you've just there's so much you have to let go and I still yeah. beat myself up and I still like yeah the second she was born I was like my body like yeah. it was horrible <laughs> And uh, uh, like my husband had to keep telling me like you're three months postpartum, you're five months postpartum, you're oh, whatever. Sweet. Like you need to calm, like not calm down, but like give yourself a break. Yeah, yeah. and it is because it's. I still have. I started to get back into exercise. I'm not a bit. I, I really. That's like I'm very very bad about that. And so when I say I'm like I take good care of myself, not enough because I should <laughs> well, right. exercise. But I don't. I truly don't know when. I don't know when to do don't. it, and I don't even work full time. I don't yeah. know when to do like I don't know how women do it. It's amazing. Well, if you don't like it, like if you yeah. haven't found something. So I oh, I mean, yeah. I belonged to gyms for years 
And I was like, like after you get over that initial like hump of being like, I'm going to go five days a week and then maybe three days a week. And then I'm going to cancel my membership because I can't stand being there. And so, but when I found yoga, like that really was my thing. Yeah. And so I really enjoy going. And that's the only way I think that you're going to continue going. Yeah. I still have never found it. And people try and get me to go to classes and stuff. And I've been to like one exercise class. Yeah. And I was proud of myself and it felt really good, but it's, uh, the idea of going to classes is hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yes. A lot. It is hard. And like I, there is other stuff. I, I truly don't know when. I know I could find the time, I guess, if I needed to, but it's just. And w- this, I'll never have more time than I do right now. That's the crazy thing is like my husband and I are both basically home. Oh. So we can do, like I can work right now and he's with her, but like it feels too, like if I get that time, I'd rather like go see a movie or go sure. read a book or whatever. I pretend like I read so much and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't I wish I did I love reading but I don't <laughs> I just completed my first novel I think in four years what was it it's called my lovely wife and oh. my best friend Barbara is the author's uh agent oh and so cool. she gave it to me she was like oh you'll love this book and I st- I went to New York um in May uh for the first time in God, I think since I moved six, oh. five six years um and so um, she was like, oh, you'll love this book. And it's a, an amazing, and I started the book on the way back and yeah. I didn't pick it up again until the retreat. Yeah. Um, and then I finished it last night Good because I had like a stomach bug and I didn't feel well. So my husband's like, go upstairs and, and you can rest. And so I finished the book and I was like, Whatever. I mean, cause I used to read con- like Same. Con- on, in New Ugh. York, just like tear through books on the subway. And now I don't at all I don't even really enjoy listening to them mm. um because I'm not really focusing it's and so hard yeah I yeah. I, I like half listen and I kind of just accept it it's how I watch tv now too where I'm like oh my god me I, too it's it, I truly think part of my brain came out when I gave birth and I can't I want to focus I want to watch something I want to remember things yeah it just isn't a, it's not it's just not a thing that's gonna happen for me and I'm trying to accept that yeah. that's part of it it's like acceptance acceptance of just who like- I am now Versus who, and part of it is like, it's not even that I, just that I had a kid, it's I'm almost 40. Like, right. the age, all of the things, you can't separate it. I don't know who I'd be if, I don't even remember when people are, when people talk about like, they're, who they used to be before their kids. Yeah. It's so hard because it's, you're pregnant for so long, or I was pregnant, I was pregnant for so long. I don't <laughs> want to assume that everybody was pregnant for so long. <laughs> Uh, but like, you're pregnant for so long, and then now I have a 15 month old, and like, that's, two and a half years or whatever that's not two and a half years but it's like two years yeah of my life um and I don't remember what it, things were before I could have vague recollections but like you know what I mean where yeah. it's like I don't even know there's no like old person to go back to that's it's so long ago that I'm just me yes I don't know what I'm talking about no no I totally get it it's yeah you my long ramble, you can cut that if you want well, to because it's very long and rambly and doesn't make much sense. No, it does. Everyone, I mean, all of us feel that way where we're like, yeah. we have an, we, in our mind's eye, we know who we are We and we remember what, how we used to interact and what yeah. we, and the energy that we had. And then once you have a kid, everything changes and, fo- and you, your focus becomes this human. Um, and then you start to kind of mourn who you were. A little bit, yeah. Uh, and then there's also all of these hormones and all this craziness. Yeah. And there's nothing, I mean, like... I think just knowing that that is everyone's experience totally is really comforting because um, everyone goes through that. And if they say that they're not, yeah. then I think that 
they're having some sort of postpartum issue because <laughs> if they're like everything's great like I have not known anyone I remember after I gave birth to my daughter I was so euphoric like I couldn't believe it but then when I I had postpartum at 10 and a half months and I oh. mean I my world came crashing down totally and it's and it's swift and yeah. so you're trying to keep your shit together um but it's hard and so knowing that we're all going through yes. it and talking about it and just being really for that's why when someone's like what's childbirth like I'm like a goddamn yeah. nightmare yeah <laughs> um don't have any expectations <laughs> yeah you know it's like we I think like I think this has always been my thing like I want to show people like all of my like fucked up things totally so maybe they'll feel more comfortable um which actually initially manifested itself in me being like, I'm so stupid. Ugh, you know, like when yeah. I was younger and feeling like that was the only way I could get people to like yeah. me. I'm like, dumb, dumb. <sighs> um, you know, like tr- like trying to be funny that yeah. way, but like putting myself down in the process. Yeah. And until I was like mid-late 30s, I was like, oh, I don't have to fucking do that. I'm like a pretty nice person. And... um you know very capable and I don't need to like bring myself down totally fucking years and years to get there yeah so I'm trying to start my kid off in the middle gosh that's it's all I want like yeah oh I had no uh, all I want is for my daughter to have confidence totally that's it like I mean I want her to have everything Uh, anytime I say that's it I'm like no no no, but also I want her to be smart but like uh it's the one it's what I didn't have and it affected me so deeply and it still affects me so deeply that if she can have even like an ounce more confidence than I had growing up, I'll be happy. Just a touch more self-esteem. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just like herself. (laughs) I know. I think that too. And so far so good, right? Like, I mean, she's 15 months. She's probably feeling real good about herself. She is. (laughs) It's great. so great. And Bo, my daughter, um, at, from what I can tell, feels great about herself. Oh, it's so good. And I'm so, and I, all of her friends do, and it's really sweet. She goes to this great school, and they're all really adorable and so funny and silly, these kids. And, like, they don't know any different. Yep. Um, and thank God, and I hope that they never, I hope that they always, I mean, obviously they're going to face terrible shit in their yeah. life because everyone does, but knowing that they're okay, um, like, that their foundation is okay because totally. that was my thing I didn't feel I never felt like I had a solid foundation mm-hmm. I was always very af- afraid and and I felt very unstable yeah like in my home life and like never felt like I had a place to go back to or that I ever really had like a home home um because I moved around so much and so just a lot of shit right so you like naturally yep. if you're in it with your kids you're like all I want to do is give you all of the shit that I yes. uh, that I missed out on but then of course, that means that she'll resent you for that. Or something. And then, yeah. Right. It's our job to fuck them up. Oh, we're going to fuck them up. It's so a, good. That's our job is to give them things to complain about <laughs> later. <laughs> exactly. And they're going to be like, you were just too fucking. Sub- I remember yeah, my mom. Too supportive. <laughs> too supportive. And you believed in me too much. Um, my mom was sort of like, she was like, you're so talented. You're going to do. And I was like, oh my God. Thank-. And then when I didn't become like this huge star, I was yeah. like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me that that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, like, you just love them. I Everything my daughter does, everything my son does, I think is so amazing. Yes. So, You sorry, can't win. Guys. We all, we win and we can't win. We're doing our best. Um. So, okay. So, I love it. Puzzling. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
That's awesome. And do you drink? Do you, are you a drinker? I do. You yeah. Do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Duh. Vodka. Yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about that. Not a ton. Um, especially like, yeah, not as much as I used to. Right. Um, but I do. I enjoy like I went to the movies the other night with a friend um, and got a martini before because Arclight has their oh, you can yes. bring shit in now. And so he drank a club soda and I drank my martini and I was like, this is good. Hell's this is real yes. Nice. So like I do. I really enjoy I uh, I enjoy a nice drink sometimes. Sure. Um, I don't drink as much at home. My husband doesn't drink at all. Mm-hmm. So it's like we were never. It's, it was never like, hey, let's go out for a drink together. Right. Um, so if I do drink at home, it's like a glass of wine by myself, which is also really nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah. I um, have not been uh, really, I've really pulled back on my drinking because I mentioned this as soon as I turned 40, I was, my body was like, oh, okay. So you think this is going to keep going on? It's not. Ugh. But then also I you know, wasn't drinking at all as I was rehearsing for the, for the pump and dump show. Um, and then the night that we, after that we did our, um, our like invited dress for the producers and whatever, I, you know, I went to, um, their Airbnb and had like, you know, the same amount of drinks I would normally have like two or three. And I was, I felt like I was going to die. I think I threw up when Uh. I got home. And so, since then, I haven't really been able to, and it's such a problem. Like after the shows, after the tour, you're so like you need some, jacked yeah. up, and and so like the clubs are very nice. We'll bring us drinks, but like I can't fucking handle it. It's such a bummer. That's all, yeah, that's I. Uh, I'm very I'm like that with weed a little bit. Like yeah. I do, I enjoy a nice weed blueberry mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, yeah, the kiva, are they kiva? Yeah, yes. yeah, and, and that's reputation. but that's it. Like that's all. Like and I and since my daughter was born, I think I've had like one. Yeah, because it's uh, like it's too. I don't want to have a chance that she'll wake up and me and I'll be high. Right, because I don't want it to be like oh, the world's end. You know, yeah. like um, what do I do? Yes. But I miss them. I want to. I want. I like keep. It's very. I'm very like. Um, not nerdy about it, but like when I do do one, I'm like, yeah, okay, Alex, I'm going to do a blueberry tonight. I just want you to know just in case I lose my mind that I'm <laughs> going to be on drugs. Like I'm very square. Um, and I wish I wasn't, I used to smoke a, in high school and stuff. And like that yeah. just kind of stopped. And I used to not like, I don't like being high around other people. Cause it did make me like paranoid. It's and weird. Like, but those blueberries. I can be around other people. Are they really strong or no? I don't think they're that. They're like a night. They're like good. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They're, uh, it's also been so long since I've had one, but they're not super strong. I don't don't think. Um, and they're also more body high because anything that's like going to fuck with my head. I'm like, I can't No. I just want to like, all I want to do is sit and like giggle. Yeah. That's it. Like there's no, like, uh, I don't have any mature plans (laughs) for when I do it. Right. Exactly. I'm going to start a recycling campaign or whatever. Um, I'm going to create a thesis. I'm not in school. So what about um, like beauty stuff? I know that you mentioned that you're like, look, I don't use a ton of stuff. Yeah. And that's awesome because I mean, that's not really the point of totally like I think it's just kind of like what like you like to use or if it's nothing yeah well so okay so I was thinking about this because it's not I was thinking that maybe like it's not that I'm because I'm gonna say this fully before it sounds like I'm insulting anybody (laughs) uh because low maintenance is what comes to mind Mm -hmm. for me in that way but what it is is laziness (laughs) that's what it is because I there are so many things I could do or would want to do and I have no drive 
to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I don't have a skincare routine or re- regimen or whatever. I wash my face in the morning and I wash my face at night. I, um, I used to take, like, I am very obsessive about my skin cause I used to have really bad skin and I still for the, for my life, I will have acne and it is so fucking frustrating to be an adult with acne. It's like very frustrating yeah but I like when I got pregnant I had to go off of I was on two different skin medications and I had to go off of them and uh I was like so worried about that I have cyst, I have cystic acne so I was worried that that was going to be a really big problem and everything and it was actually okay during my pregnancy and I decided to never go back on them and it felt like such a good choice and I have not gone back on them and like I see no difference. Great. And it makes me furious that I was ever on the medication. Yeah. But maybe it helped to get it under control and then it went away. But I still am on like Tazerac, that like skin stuff. It's like, it's actually supposedly has anti-aging stuff in it. So I'm like, great, I'm doing something. I it. Yeah. Um, but I like, <laughs> if I remember to put lotion on my hands, I feel good. Totally. Like it's very, and I, um, one time in a, like a Secret Santa present, somebody gave me Kiehl's like hand salve, that really nice yes. stuff. And so I still keep using that. Um, and then other than that, like I use fucking like L'Oreal. I keep, I actually really want to get better shampoo. I think that might be fun. Yeah. To like, but it might just be about like spending more money and I don't want to Always. spend more money, but I, I might like switch over to like Aveda shampoo or yeah. something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like I don't really wear a lot of makeup when I go out, uh, like I'll, I'll do eyeliner. Um, I, what I want is somebody to tell me, you can tell me like what to do with lipstick and stuff like that. Or I just want to go back to like the Bobby Brown counter where they did like my makeup for my brother's wedding I know, right? <laughs> and yeah. have them like show me a little bit. Cause I'm, I don't like a process. Um, I don't, I can't have more things to do in the morning or at night, mm-hmm. but, um, my, okay, here's my, I don't even know if this like counts. But my two things, I wrote these down. I don't even need to have written it down. My two things that I use (laughs) that I really, really like is um, I use, it's called Los Poblanos Lavender Self. Ooh, okay. And it's from, it's um, out of New Mexico. My sister lives in Albuquerque with her family. Oh, we're going there with the Pump and Dump Show. Oh, are you? Yes, we are. Oh my God, I'll tell her. Next month. Let's go. (gasps) I'll tell her. Yeah. She'll go. I think the 7th. I think November 7th. Oh my God. Okay, fun. I'll see if she has some some friends to go with. Um, Oh, yay. That's fun. But um, anytime I've gone there, um, uh, yeah, I get a like a, a thing of this and I use it for I literally use it for everything. I put it I use it as like hand lotion. I put it on my feet when they're cracked. Um, any burns I've ever gotten, I like put it on first. Um, oh, and, hey. and that's good. And then sometimes I'm just like when I'm like, <laughs> like it's right by my bed and I like haven't done anything for myself all day. I'm like. I don't know, just put some on my temples or like put it under my eyes as if it's going to, I have no idea if it works, but I do that. And then I don't, I'm sure you've talked about this before and this is not makeup, (laughs) but I'm obsessed with things. I'm obsessed with period underwear. Oh my God. I've never talked about this. Okay. And that's a product I use and I love and I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Well then we need to get, can you please tell me, because I have seen the ads for it and I think, ew, Okay. Like you're just free. It's free bleeding. Well, so I they... use it. So it is. You are. Is I think you use it as a pad. Yeah. I use it. I still use tampons. Okay. With it. Okay. But what it does is it, it gives me the the best peace of mind. Okay. With it, it's instead of having to use like a liner and a tampon. Like I don't worry about it anymore. And, really. Um. Uh. Like I still change my tampons. And everything right, like you're that. Like, I don't but like, like just let it ride. But, okay. Yeah. So I feel like I'm. I can't be alone in this. Where. 
you know, on your last day of your period where you're like, okay, I'm done. Where you almost just decide, you know what? I'm fucking done. Yeah. I don't want to be on my period anymore. <laughs> yes. I'm done with this. Yes. And so like for me, it was always like, great. So I'm just going to not wear a tampon now. And then I will always ruin a pair of underwear. Right. That these underwear, like the second I start to even like bleed a little bit, instead of shoving a tampon up, up, up in me, um, <laughs> I put them on and it like, it's so much more, it's like, it's very calming for me. So I like have seven pairs so I can go really? through. I don't have my period doesn't even last seven days. Maybe I have six pairs, something like that. I have enough to make sure I can get through my whole period. Um, so like the second I start bleeding, which I get scared every time. Yeah. <laughs> Not about pregnancy, but I get I see blood and I get terrified because I don't know. I forget. Yeah. I'm a child. I'm a child. <laughs> um, but like these, um, it's they're just and you just rinse them. That's it. You just rinse them before and then you, you wash them and you don't dry them. That's it. Really? You just have to like rinse them out. So it's because it's just cloth. Are they expensive? I don't remember. Um, but you wear them. Can, you know, I have I've only bought the ones I have and then I keep wearing them. I th- They're not cheap. Yeah. It was not cheap. But I honestly think already in the amount that I've saved on like those extra tampons that you wear when you're like, I think I'm getting it or I think I'm done like that period of time. And even just like eh, it's light enough right now. Yeah. Like I don't need it. Like that it pay I kind of think they pay for themselves. If that's but I think they're sure. they're not like cheap. I I wish I could remember. So I remember seeing an ad for those in like a magazine and being yeah. like, "Oh my, like cuz I am one if I look, I don't I'm sure I'm in the minority, but the idea of a diva cup I can't disgust me. I can't a do it. A cup of period, I just like can't. Well, I, I'm always just worried about like it's spilling. I'm sure those are like normal common things, but like sure. it's spilling or like when you're trying to take it out, so <laughs> like like it getting all over you. Yeah. Or it's I I don't it's it's too much for me. I'm not against them, well, of course. I mean, I'm not against. I don't but, care. Yeah. But for me, I'm like. So let this me is a this balance straight. for me. This, yeah. this is my balance. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, people are, and I, uh, and I know obviously a lot of people are in in DV cups or in DV cups into them. Yeah, <laughs> um, for um, like the you know environmental, of course. And I feel is, guilty. Yes, right. So I use you know cardboard applicator. I'm doing yeah. my best. Yeah. Um. Uh, but um, yeah. I was like, I so this. I was like this. Thanks. You have you have gone too far, friend. Yeah. And so you are literally the first person I've ever known to say, like, I use them. So is the I so is that the idea? And I bet I think I'm using them wrong. I must be using them wrong because I still wear tampons with you know what I mean? So So like I was gonna ask you. But I think you could I think it would be fine. I I I don't know. I should actually just try it out at some point, but I'm also just like Oh, worried about it i'm it still like me. yeah and i still am worried a little like get on my sheets or whatever but also like who cares right but who cares but there's also like that thing like where you're like free bleeding into your underwear and then you go to the bathroom at like a cafe and you pull down your pants you're like oh my god it's a nightmare yeah <laughs> yeah but i do think like i feel like if you have access to a bathroom like if you're in at a job or like at home where you have access to a bathroom a lot i think you could do the period underwear totally fine without anything right because well if you're at home if it does start to like bleed in your own damn pants that's (laughs) except it is good like i don't feel like it feels squishy or anything it's not like it doesn't feel gross the only weird gross feeling is when you like it's not even gross I don't know. Like, you know, when you feel like when you know you're bleeding through your tampon, yes. it feels weird. Like, 
I think it's just that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I sound like a 12 year old. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this because I've always wondered like what it was really like. Yeah. So, I mean, you're basically their spokesperson. Now. I feel like I'm doing a really good job for them, <laughs> but are. it's. A, I don't think I'll ever go freely sure. in that way, but it That's is really nice to like, like, I think like to, this is so much like I'm on my the last day right now and like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wear one later yeah a tampon later yeah I'm gonna do my show without a tampon in fuck off tampon don't tell anybody <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's, I, I, it's peace of mind for me and it's like it also is like I'll, I'll I never have to worry about like bleeding through onto my the seat of my car you know like yeah things like that things that really have happened cool. where oh god yeah or, or like wearing jeans and going like can people see it oh my god so I don't I don't worry about that anymore because I'm a thanks girl. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> That's amazing. Well, I'm really glad I'm now I'm going to look into it. It's cool. I, I Yeah, I think it's worth it's worth buying a pair and just yeah. like seeing they've they're and they feel like underwear there. It is not like a diaper or anything. Like, I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys, you should fun. see she has the most confident smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not blushing at all. I- Oh, she feels great. Um, well, that's awesome. That's I mean, I really great. am going to look into it more because I, you should. I've never met anyone who's, or I'm yeah. sure that I know people who of use course. it. I just don't. It's our little secret. It's our little secret. <laughs> Shh, can I tell you a secret? But it's, I think it's just like right where now. you might wear a liner or a pad, you would just wear those instead and it's much more comfortable. Sure. And it makes me feel much less like, it's much less gross. It doesn't feel gross. Yes. I like them. Yeah. God, periods, right? terrifies me every month they're such shitheads <laughs> they're so yucky um i remember when i was 12 and i got my period i was like yes like so pumped oh, like i was because i was like all judy bloom all the time oh my god yes <laughs> yes and i was like come on period and then now i'm 40 and i'm like Ugh. but then i don't want him to stop yeah. because and then it's a whole other thing oh my god but being pregnant it was like amazing. Oh my God. I didn't have my, because pe- with my daughter, I didn't have my period for up to a year after. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. So dope. It, that was like one of the best parts. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm such an idiot. I was one of those people that believed up until recently that you couldn't get pregnant oh. when you're breastfeeding. Oh. I am. The st- Why didn't I ask a doctor? Did I, you get pregnant? Because I did not. Okay. No, no. I got pregnant way later. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like completely like basically got myself pregnant because my husband was like no and i'm like give it up <laughs> so that's a, that's for that's an off <laughs> that's an off my combo i was like an animal um i just knew it like i was like i just got pregnant like i knew it oh so crazy um even though we weren't planning it whatever so um but what was i saying about uh, oh, you thought you couldn't get pregnant. Oh, I thought you could, couldn't get pregnant. And so. Well, that makes sense. But that. I've never thought about it. Well, apparently you're super crazy, crazy fertile, like right after. Why? I don't know. But that's how people end up with kids that are 11 months apart because we like there that's needs to so be a terrible. PSA. There should. They Your doctor should tell you when they hand you your baby. They didn't tell me that. I guess because also I was 36 when I had my daughter and they were like, cause so I had um, Brianna Helders on the show two weeks ago and she was like yeah so like the moment I gave birth my doctor gave me birth control because she said you're super fertile and I was like and she was young she was like 25 or 26 and I'm like 
fucking said that to me. What a weird thing. <laughs> the woman who was weighing my daughter right after I was born made it like alluded to something about me having another kid. They like I, it was she was like, well, it'll be different for the next one or something like that. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> Yeah. My legs are still in the stirrups. Like, what are you fucking talking? It was yeah. so, and we're having one. That's it. We're done. Right. And like, that was crazy to me that I literally had just given birth and she was holding my newborn covered in everything and talking about me having a giving birth to a second child. And, and I was like, fuck you. you're a lunatic lady. Oh, absolutely. How dare you? <laughs> It made me angry. Of course, because it's insane. That's an insane thing. But that's exactly what the nurses did to me. I just think it's like, I mean, I will say after I had my daughter, I was like, give me all the babies. And then after my son, I was like, now I am done having babies. Oh, good. You knew. I knew. Like, my body knew that, like, that was. um, But I know people who are on their third, fourth kid and they still want more. So, like, it's very personal and, like, go for it if you... I just knew that I was, like, two and I'm good. And I know so many people that are, like, one, done. We're... We... um, Our daughter is... Oh, good. She is... We got so lucky. She is easy. And I am not saying that to brag. Like, she is just, like, we got lucky and we are not fucking falling for it again. Yeah. Like we know <laughs> if we even thought like, cause we were so prepared for a nightmare. People had prepared us for such a nightmare sure. and she's like the opposite. She's just a dream. And, uh, I feel like we, we both know that if we had another, it would be exactly. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. We're not falling for it. That's not why, but we, we like totally. to say that when people No, I totally get it. Like I, I, um, I don't know if you know, um, Amanda, she co-hosts uh, Why Mommy Drinks. Oh, I don't, but I know of her, yeah. Yeah, so she has three kids. She has a son and then twin girls. Crazy. And so she was like, she always talks about, she was like, my son was so easy. And we just figured like, sure. And then she had, <sighs> first of all, she had got pregnant with twins god. after the first, which is so crazy. Oh my god. And like the girls are hilarious and amazing, but like they are wild. I mean, I think they've. You know, Even too easy. Now, I mean, any, oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So I love that story where. Um, I I just love that like that that's kind of her background with it where she was like oh my god and when they first started the podcast the girls were a lot younger obviously and god the stories she would tell about them were so funny and so like you could just picture her being like what the fuck do I do Um, I can't imagine I love her she's great (laughs) so great Um, and you're so great and you're so, so lovely. Great. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank show. Thank you for having me. Oh, my this God. This has been truly, like, just a, a really fun, like, hour to just sit. And I get, this is, like, one of the things. we have. I had nowhere to be because this is where I am. Mm-hmm. Like, this just felt so nice, like a very good therapy session. Oh, good. Real nice. Well, that means a lot to me. Thank you. Thank you. And, um... How can people find you? People can find me. Isn't this silly? I have to write it down to make sure I get it right. Okay. I've, I've, can I do three different You can do things? everything. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Of course. Um, for me, um, on uh, Twitter, I'm at Instant Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H. Um, and then for my podcast, um, I would love it if people could check it out. Definitely. It's, um, it's called This Particular Album. It's very, very important to me. And we're at Particular Album on Twitter and at This Particular Album on Instagram. Um, and it's, uh, it's just a really fun podcast where we have people that um we love pick a song pick an album that's very very important to them and then um we talk to them about it and they kind of take us through that time in their life and while we're listening to the album and it's just um it's one of my favorite things i get to do 
What so cool. a lovely premise for a podcast. That's so cool. <laughs> Thanks. And um, it's also on Campfire. It's also on Campfire and you can find it on Apple and everywhere. And if um, people want to um, rate and review us, just like I'm sure that helps you, I'm going to go home and rate and review you because well, I haven't done you. it yet. And that's rude of me. It's not rude of it's you. It's rude, but I'm going to because every people don't know how much it means to um, people when they're podcasts are reviewed yes indeed and when you get to see something nice said about you it feels really good it means the world to us um so yes please please subscribe to this particular album it's very very important to me um and um yeah definitely rate and review that and tell your friends about it and um as always thank you for listening and please tell your friends about mom get your shit together Mm. uh and if you ever need to get a hold of me you can get a hold of me at my gmail mom get your shit together gmail.com or find me on Instagram. I'm also at, um, cause I, there's a lot of stuff now for the pump and dump show on my like personal Insta. So if you want to follow that, that's fine. It's at Amy Albert Cobb. You can find it. Um, or at mom, get your shit together on Insta. As always, we love you. Thank you so much for listening in. Definitely check out the Facebook page. Cause I'm going to link some of them. Thank panties. See you soon. <laughs> mom, mom, mom. Let's get your shit too. How can I fuck up the words? It's the name of my podcast. What's up, stoners? Welcome to I'm Too Effing High. It's a podcast where we test the age-old question, does marijuana make you funnier? I'm here to talk to you about eating people. I bring on comedians. I get them high on marijuana. Ooh, yes. It's just like Fisherman's Cup. And I would know. Please give a warm welcome to Nicole Byer, Tim Bob, Sam Richardson, Mary Holland. Are you guys ready for this show tonight? I'm too effing high. New episodes every Tuesday. Stay too effing high, you guys. Campfire.